Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Jew Rogan Experience Election Spectacular. In this episode, I'm joined by Kelly Riley, and she is going to help explain to me what all the different measures in the ballot uh, mean. Uh, we also uh, jump in. We talk a little bit about the mayor race. We talk a little bit about city council races. We also discuss... Um, Gavin Newsom for like five minutes. I mean, ultimately, I wanted to do an episode that alienated half my listeners, ultimately cutting down my viewership numbers from 10 to five. And I thought, what better way to do that than with a political podcast? Uh, but the truth is, you know, every year some friend sends me a voter guide They're like, this is what I'm using to make all my voting decisions. And then I blindly follow it, having no idea what I'm actually voting for. And uh, next thing you know, straws are illegal. Uh, I'll make that joke later in the show, brought it back for here. You know how I do. But um, wanted to have an episode where I learned about what I'm actually voting for, and if you watch it, you'll learn about what you're voting for. In the description, I include a list of my recommendations. Uh, understand that that list just is based on this conversation here and a minimal amount of research, but if you're looking for an easy thing to follow, you can vote like me, and I guess, you know, if enough people do that. If all, if all 10 of you do that, I'm just going to really up those odds for getting the things we want. Um if Kelly is able to get me her uh, voter guide in time, I will also include in the description all of her final decisions. You know, who's to say who's right and wrong? All I know is that if you're voting Democrat, you're right. You know? Um, no, no, I, I, I try to... No, I, I do feel that. But anyway, um, you be you. Make sure to vote if you're voting Democrat. And uh, if you really just want to skip ahead to the part where we explain what all the different measures mean, we do that about an hour in. In the first hour, it's mostly just me being hilarious, which is probably the most important part of the uh, podcast for me, as well as um, discussions a little bit about the mayoral race, city council races, and like a few minutes on Gavin Newsom. Anyway, without further ado, uh, please enjoy this very special episode of the Jew Rogaine Experience. Okay, so um, one thing I like to do, just, I don't know, did you listen to any episodes of the podcast at all? Okay, so one thing I do at the start is like IQ you with something I'm going to cut in on. It's absurd. And then uh, we go from, so so what you're going to say is, um, you know, after talking to you for a little bit before the podcast, I actually think you'd make an excellent uh, politician and political candidate, and you'd have my support. Wow, thank you. Okay. No, you have to say that to me. Oh, I would say that to you. Yeah, you're saying that to me. I'm not saying that to you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So so you you can, like, say that in your own words. Sure, sure, sure. Essentially, like, man, I wish you were running. Okay. Because I'd vote for you. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so I'll... 
start now? Yep. Okay, yep. great. You know, Josh, after talking to you a little bit leading up to the podcast to get ready, I think that you would make a really good candidate. I think that you should you should run. I wish that I could put your name on this ballot and fill out a bubble for I, you. I hear what you're saying. Like, you know, with my policies, we really can kill all the homeless in Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> You know, one day what's going to be funny is I'm just going to clip out you saying that. Like, right. you're going to get big. Sure. And then I'm going to clip that out into a um, political ad for me when... Uh, when you're running against me or just or, or just to undermine me. Undermine you or just to like you, like, you know, uh, everyone thinks I'm evil. I'm like, look, even these even these super liberals are voting for me. Sure, I, I'm sure, Trump, sure. I'm Trump in this. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And then And then I'll get my hands on this footage. And find you saying I'm Trump over and over and over again, which actually. <laughs> oh, which, I, I, you know, I will be editing certain. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Certain things. You're like, no, out. I have the, I have the editing power here. So, um, this is an interesting episode for me. Oh, oh, also, uh, for being a guest on the show, oh. um, you can uh, get your very own uh, I farted sticker. Nice, amazing. Uh, I meant to put mine on for the podcast. I have one on my mic stand, which I don't know if you can see. Oh, it's I, tr- I turned me. it the wrong way. See, this is yeah. what happens when I rush and move the whole podcast studio into a new room before prepping everything correctly. Also, my stickers are incredibly hard to uh, peel. Um, but, you know, I just get whatever stickers are the cheapest and easiest. This sure. sticker and this shirt can be purchased on my website, Josh Edelman Comedy oh, wow. <laughs> She uh, she supports that website. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm just throwing a bunch of different all, all different um, endorsements endorsements onto you just yeah. right at the start. Yeah, I am not a politician, so I can endorse whatever. I'm Ex- just a guy, you know. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I so so also I wanted to say to any any viewers out there. If you show me proof that you voted uh, for the candidates I believe in, uh, I will give you a free <laughs> I farted sticker. Oh, um, amazing. Or if you, you know, just ask me for one. It, just literally, <laughs> I have them on me. They, The ones that I hand out include my Instagram handle, so I will give them to anyone for free. Or you can purchase them for $3 on my website, joshedelmancomedy.com. All right, now that we got the ads out of the way, I got to do the ads. Yeah, you got to do. They pay me to keep the show alive. Yeah, the, you, um, your website pays you. you know, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> control who advertises. Fair. I have show. no control over advertising for your own website. Okay, so the reason I wanted to have you on, first of all, I have no idea why I trust you to be the person who actually is able to give me the information I'm looking for on the things in this ballot, other than I posted an Instagram story saying, looking for somebody who understands the things on the California ballot to come on my podcast and explain them to me. And then someone sent me a message and they were like, Adam Conover and uh, you. And I was like, well, I don't even want to bother asking him because it's very important for me to dominate the attention of the show. Sure. And I feel like he's going to be a big distraction. Right. I'm not about getting views. I'm about getting the attention of the five people. And so, of course, uh, of the five people this, watching, including your mom. And also you picked me because I'm the least famous. Uh, yeah. Cool. cool. Of the two people that were suggesting. And, and that's my brand. And actually. also, I know you. Sure. So, like, yeah. I was like, you're an easier get. Sure. And, like, For we tomorrow. Have, we have some pat. I would have been nervous. Adam Conover's on the show. He's yeah. like, in my bedroom. Right, 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 right. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah, here I, I am. Well, I, yeah, I, we've never talked politics before. So I know. So my views could really be coming out of left field. Oh, my views could be really upsetting you. This could be this could be a huge mistake of a show because, like you know, they say the success in the in this game is really just like avoiding these hot button issues. I'm going to do this podcast and get immediately dropped from the two shows I uh, uh, got booked to headline at the end of the month at the Boca Black Box Theater in South Florida. Um, <laughs> Um, November 25th and 27th. They pay for the ads. They pay for the ads. Um, well, also, if it's South Florida and you have, I, you might be in trouble with me on the podcast. I'd be you, in trouble with you unless I disagree with you on everything. And then yeah. South Florida's going to be turning out. Yeah. But it, South Florida is actually the more liberal part of Florida. It votes blue. Okay. Even though when you're there, you're like, where are these where blue are they? voters hiding? Yeah, right. <laughs> they are hiding. In my, in my and they have house. to hide. They're hiding, they're hiding from the rampant COVID. COVID that all the red voters are spreading again no just in general okay, okay my mom okay. really hid in the house Aww, poor mom yeah i was very neurotic about it too um yeah i seem to remember that actually my I mom remember- literally messaged me earlier today did you get your booster shot yet did you uh no i didn't either so um but uh, you know i'll get that fake vaccine sure uh, <laughs> November 25th and 26th, Bogle Black Box Theater. There you uh, go. <laughs> every time I say something really Republican-y, I'm going to promote my show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's when that's when you promote the Florida show. Yep. Um, all right. So the other thing that's uh, kind of stressful about this show for me is that, you know, this is, <laughs> this is my 10th episode in I think around a year of doing this show i'm very bad at putting them out sure and i frequently record a show and then won't edit it for like a month and then release it like later than that so So if that happens here this is the most worthless episode i've ever done because it's effective for like five more days yeah i was gonna say you're gonna have to put this like you're gonna have to put this episode out quick in order for it to be it's going out tomorrow (laughs) Um, <laughs> fingers crossed, knock on wood. That's yeah. the plan. All right. Awesome. Okay. So here's why I wanted somebody to explain the ballot to me. Cause like throughout history or my, in my, in my recent years in, uh, Los Angeles, you know, I'll get the ballot and then I go like, who should I vote for? And then someone sends me some progressive voter guide uh-huh. and then I just, you know, blindly listen to whatever Adam Conover posted on his Instagram. Yeah. And the next thing I know, there's no more straws. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I wouldn't have agreed to no more straws. Sure, sure, If sure. I knew I was voting for no more straws. I, <laughs> well, at the time, straws were like, a big like straws were so canceled. They were canceled. They yeah. were so canceled. People, and now we're all like, we should have had like a two month period, like we test period. There should have been a pilot of the no straws. Well, it was back when uh, we cared about saving turtles before all our attention turned to saving grandma. Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> once we had yeah. to start saving grandma, oh, yeah. suddenly we stopped caring about these fucking turtles. Well, yeah. And the other thing is like not to immediately just jump right into like the politics of it. It's like it puts like the straws recycling for individuals. I do all that stuff. I think it's important. I have my reusable water bottle. I compost. I try to do all of that. But it's like so misguided that saying individuals actions are what's going to resolve 
the climate crisis. Like it's not. Oh that. yeah, it's like it's, it's like it's like one almond uses more water right. than I use in a year. Exactly. So it's like it's like if we made one less almond, I could take three showers a day. And and that's how we should be thinking about it. <laughs> if we if we had one less almond, I could water my lawn. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Yeah, or like I don't know. As long as like the as long as the golf courses are green, like it's, we're good. You know, it's like, like it's like we should live in a dust bowl. So that, you know, there's one extra almond in my overpriced bag of almonds. Exactly. And I love almonds. And so I more- support <laughs> I support the almond industry. I, I, I'm pro big almond. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd love some big almonds. Yeah. I mean. But, but, but it's just you. like, yeah. the way, like uh, you know, I, I choose almonds. <laughs> That's the thing that all the you know oil companies like to point at is like, it's the almonds destroying the planet. But really, it's also, you know, those oil tankers just exploding in the ocean. <laughs> the ocean like, on fire. Like, be sure to turn off your air conditioning. Right, right. No, it's just like. <laughs> in the middle of a heat wave. Right, yeah. It's like all we combusting. Need the yeah, exactly. Um, Exactly. But uh, so there's like that. And then it's like, and it's like, I voted for something else. Suddenly, here's the like, I don't care about paying 10 cents for a bag, like the bag tax. Uh-huh. Sure. But like what, what bothers me is this like needing to know how many bags I need when I'm when checking get, out, sure. it's like it's like I can't. Do I want a double bag? Yeah, uh, I, like, I, I walk a lot. You know that actually is probably helping the environment more than uh, the the not using bags. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then I recycle <laughs> the bags. I reuse the bags as like there trash bags. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh huh. But but it's like I get to that. It's like every time it's a fucking. <laughs> you get to that You're checkout, like- and they're like. And they're like, how many bags do you want? I'm like, I don't know. I don't have a good, I don't have here, a good system to measure this. Here's a dollar. Just give me however many bags I need. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah. So, again, I want to like, I want to understand these things a little more. Yeah. Than just be making wild decisions like I have been in the past. Yeah. That Adam Conover, who refused to do the show, who, keeps telling me to do. This is all despite mm, Conover. Mm-hmm. This and, is actually... <laughs> And and this, and I'm the person perfect person to spite Adam Conover. This is to take you down spitefully for not doing the show. I never even bothered to try and ask you to appear on <laughs> Conover. It's it's over Conover. It's Conover. Yeah, that's gonna for be for you. My new. Con- that's my next podcast. The, it's Conover. It's Conover. I <laughs> A deep dive. <laughs> yeah. Edelman explains nothing. Um, okay. Um, so was there one more thing I wanted to preface with before we jumped in? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. I was going to say. Other thing, like, like related to the whole bag thing, related to the whole straw thing. Sure. I feel like you know, and this is kind of the thing that's changing, but used to be sort of a philosophy I held up until the recent Trump years, uh-huh. because Trump was like a bully who like encouraged Republicans to become more bullies. Sure. 
uh, in the past, you know, I grew up in South Florida where mm-hmm. I'll be doing uh, headlining two shows at the Bogle Black Box Theater on November 25th and 26th. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I grew up I grew up in South Florida. You should do like so, you should cut them all together. And that should be like the trailer for this episode. It's actually just it, if, and especially if you don't I've, get this I've episode done, out. <laughs> I've done trailers for episodes that were just promoting shows. Great. That's it's not it wouldn't be the first time I did. That. OK, wow. An original idea on my part. Um. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm literally wearing the shirt for the show I run in Los Angeles, the Hollywood Improv, on November 12th at 9:30 p.m. <laughs> Undiscovered Genius. I'm gonna be. I, I actually have a spot on that show, so I'll be there. Uh, I just booked myself. <laughs> uh, we'll see how this goes. All right. Um, but um, but growing up in South Florida, you know, I, I'm. My parents are like literally the only Democrats in my family. Mm-hmm. Not entirely true, but like, but like they're like the most staunchly liberal people I'm related to in my immediate family. And growing up, I knew tons of Democrats, tons of Republicans. Uh-huh. And in general, on like a personal level, yeah. I always found that the Republicans were much nicer people in person. Interesting. Just like kinder, more generous people in person. And it always confused me because I was like, I'm better than these people. <laughs> Why are they so much nicer than me? Sure, sure. And uh, and I think what I figured out uh, is, and this is like like a recent discovery now that I'm a vo- active voter living in California, is that I think Republicans take out all their rage and anger in the way that they vote. <laughs> Voting for Trump, like the things they vote for, it's like, just gonna check this little box here that says all gay people should be put into death camps. And now who wants some pie? Yeah. Anybody want? <laughs> I made some warm apple pie for y'all, fresh out of the oven, homemade recipe. It's like they're going into one of those like break rooms yeah, and they yeah. get it out and then they're just pleasant The voting all booth the is time. their break room. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're like, fine, I won't drink from a straw anymore. Yeah. Fine, I'll pay for fucking bags. <laughs> yeah. And Fine, I mean, I'll only drink oat milk. I won't shower so I can eat goddamn almonds. <laughs> that's that's how we live. We're, we're just constantly angry because we're trying to save the world. And I'm actually mad group. about oat milk right now because I recently learned that oat milk is low-key kind of bad for you. Apparently, there's like gums in it. I don't know what that means. And I do have access to the internet, but I have a lot of other things to be learning about that's like not the gums in oat milk. I don't know what that is about, but we apparently can't drink oat milk anymore. We have to go back to almond milk, which is good for the showering thing. Oh, the apparently. showering. We're drinking almond milk. Back and now to we, almond milk. Now we yeah. got to shower less yeah, so we exactly. can drink almond milk because we can't because the drink. dairy industry is evil. Mm-hmm. I remember somebody, uh, her name was Jessica Cabot. I don't know if you know Jessica Cabot. She used to be a stand-up out here, I think, but she, she had a great Twitter for a while until I think uh, she just had to leave which yeah, I which would recommend everyone does. you should do but uh she goes I remember when the Chick-fil-A thing happened she goes look I'll stop eating Chick-fil-A uh-huh. but if I stop doing and eating everything from a company that did things I didn't agree with I would do and eat nothing no and that's yeah and, and that's, that's old you could find something wrong with everything if you want to well and that's the reality is there's like there is no and this is going to give you an insight into my political views but there is no like conscious consumption under capitalism right like it's an unethical 
system, in my opinion. And so I can kind of give you a little bit of a preface about but what, my... But I, I, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you uh-huh. that capitalism is an unethical system. But I also look throughout history and go... Well, every government was uh, every every system eventually was evil anyway, and you know I think I think it's more I think more accurately the evils of capitalism are the ultimate result that we're in now of so few people. The game is won, and we're still playing a game that's over. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, it's like, like it's like it feels like there needs to be a reset. But what would be great is like a reset of capitalism, so we could go back to like everyone. You know, getting their white picket fence for fighting their fight up to the top instead of Elon Musk being like, well, I don't like Twitter, so let me spend $40 billion to make sure nobody likes Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) When you're just like, when you're just like, I don't like it, I'm going to, I have $40 billion to ruin this thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a problem. Right. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. And I think, like, yeah, I think that they're, have been and, and usually the issue with like a uh, like financial system like breaking down like socialism or communism it usually breaks down because of like authoritarianism as well and um, other types of like oppressive regimes being introduced. Okay, now you might yeah. now you you might not like this. Then I don't know I don't know how you'll feel about this. Okay. Um, uh, and I also don't know how the viewers in Boca Raton, Florida, where I'll be performing on November 25th and 26th, <laughs> will feel about this. I'm going to hear that in my dreams. Personally, you're going to be at the show. Okay. You're going to like, what am I doing? Here? How, how ad, did I get the here? The ads <laughs> accepted me. There was this one time I was, uh, I used to work in an advertising agency uh-huh. uh, and I had to deliver 100 Taco Bell Doritos Locos Tacos spots and I sort of got I blacked out and I was at home and I had a bag of Doritos Locos Tacos okay that's scary like I don't yeah. even like like <laughs> I unconsciously went and got you them you got them from what I had to like so like when you're delivering basically what I had to do was just watch the spot over and over again to make sure there were no errors in every version of the commercial. Wow. So I watched a Doritos Locos Tacos commercial and then you- over 100 times, and then I went home and stopped to get Doritos Locos Tacos. And it almost felt like I had no control over the decision. Okay, you were hypnotized. You hypnotized yourself. I hypnotized myself, yeah, and, ultimately. And that that actually is something scientific that we should all be thinking about and talking about. That is a scientific revelation mm-hmm. and, and and i've seen so many rick caruso ads that like oh, who, who knows what's gonna who, who knows, knows gonna happen when, when I'm... you're filling out your ballot <laughs> you'll be like no <laughs> you'll just black um, out but but yeah no that was a crazy experience but the thing yeah. i was gonna say is um you know listen i voted for bernie because you know i wanted everyone to stop yelling at me <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh personally i think biden's doing a great job I do. I think he's doing I think I think he's made some mistakes, but in my opinion, overall, I don't know how someone could be doing a better job in the circumstances that he's currently under. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. People are always going to be upset there's always going to be factions of people all over the place they're going to be upset because it's like it's like listen i totally get it i know i know people who are under like incredible stress from uh from their student loans Mm -hmm. and i know that you know all those people feel like joe biden didn't do enough 
to relieve them of their debt. But then I went to Long Island where mm-hmm. I have where I know a lot of liberals That's and where I'm from. And they like my liberal family there like really didn't want him to cancel student debt. Yeah. So it's just like and and they're like it's the biggest mistake he's going to lose everything if he does this and, mm. and it's like they're as convinced of their stance yeah. as everyone on this side is convinced of their stance yep. and it's like it's like i think he i think he does an actual good job of being the person who is the most uh, most effectively representing everyone in the political gamut and nobody's happy. And that's the problem. When you're effectively <laughs> yeah. representing everyone, nobody's happy. Yeah. And I think that there's like this this like salivation from everyone to just fuck the other people. And what's fucked up is that when Republicans take control, they do that salivated fuck the other side. And they then when it. Democrats take control, they're like, all right, let's Let's be a government for everyone, sure. and then then the liberals are like, "No, we're angry, and we want to want to fuck the other side." Yeah, no, I think that's a it, it, it's a well made point, and I I like agree with that to a certain extent. Like, I do think that like the student, of course, like the student loan relief was like nothing like that has been done in the U.S. and like that is a milestone. And the and the getting lit, rid of uh, pot convictions for mm-hmm. nonviolent drug offenders. Yeah. Big thing. And um, and listen, another thing, it's like it's like it's like I feel like we always have to jump into these like hyperbolic things. It's like he pulled out of Afghanistan. We've been there for 20 years. Yeah. There's no like what people don't understand is. There's no way to pull out where there isn't a period where there's just some people left and that those people have a tough time getting out. You know, nobody just pulls out all there aren't just like 800 planes that come and take everybody at once. So no matter when that happened, bad stuff was going to go down. And and to me, the fact that they just took back over like that. Reveals how much we needed to pull out and how much we did fucking nothing in 20 years of being Yeah, there. and I think that, I I remember that was kind of like the biggest point of frustration was less about like pulling out of Afghanistan because I think I agree that that was like the right thing to do, but it was frustrating that like our whole, I, I'm from New York originally, I grew up on Long Island and, um, and so like I grew up in like post 9-11 New York and so like this this war and this whole thing like defined the majority of my life. And then to see how much money we spent on that and not on other things in our country that could have like made the lives of Americans better and how much money was going into this like military and justifying the size of our military, right? Like the U S has to be at war in order for us to justify the size and the huge budget that goes well, to the military. What's interesting that- is is a lot of people talk about, like, a lot of people, I think, point to Trump being Hillary as, like, what pushed us over. But I go, really, the truth of the matter is the world was over when the election was stolen from Gore. Because Gore's mm-hmm. the guy who would have been doing things about climate change, yeah. who most likely would not have been sending us into Iraq to get money for Halliburton. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like pretty much everything Bush did stood exactly in opposite, direct opposition of everything Gore believed in. Um, and, and so I always say that that's what pushed us 
to the line and then the Trump presidency is what pushed us over. Well, and like, yeah, the, the and, and you're right about that because the environment in the country needed to be such that Trump could win, right? He didn't create that mentality. He benefited from it. Um, and like the world needed to be in that place. And so this conversation is what makes me, it gets me so dis, like depressed about national politics because it feels so out of our hands. And oh, yeah. I, I mean, this, this part of the I farted thing is yeah. I'm like, vote, you know, vote. We should, we like, I always, like, I talk to my therapist. It's like the only way I get through things is like, I vote and then I just, Except what happens. Like yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this is this is as much power as I have, and I live in California, so I have none whatsoever. Well, nationally that that's definitely true, but I think like what I was gonna transition to is like I actually really appreciate that you wanted to talk about the like kind of state and local stuff. And that's where I've in when I've gotten really I used to live in DC and so like all my friends are like on the hill and whatever I would like call my senator or whatever, they would be like, That's not gonna do anything. And I was like, What do you mean it's not gonna do anything? So you, you know, I've always been kind of like in this mentality of like trying to do something. And so since living in LA, I have really shifted a lot of my like focus and energy and where I kind of like volunteer and spend my time and like try to do and learning, learning to be like a, like a baby activist is, um, in like kind of these like state and local races. And so I do appreciate that you want to like talk about that stuff. Cause that is really like where we can have and that's control. where we'll transition for all of you that have been watching or listening to the show and are very angry that we haven't gotten to any of this yeah. yet <laughs> in the first half hour. My first question is, what qualifies you to be the person mm. to help me understand these things on the ballot? Why were you recommended to me? Yeah. I could say on one hand... Uh, I have faith that you know what you're talking about because you sent me a photo of your Halloween costume and it was like upsettingly nerdy. It was. You were you were Mitch O'Farrell with uh, that racist chick. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That likes Mitch O'Farrell. Yeah. So I, um, Mitch O'Farrell and, and Nuri, I'll post a photo of it. We were haunted. We were two ghouls. That was really the the name. That's what we told people. We were at. And we were at a fundraiser, a political fundraiser. So, oh, okay. So, yeah. you, so people at the fundraiser understood. We're freaking I out. I would have seen you and been like, all right, a zombie Larry David. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and like a drag queen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really what it looks like. So um, I'll kind of like take back. I think that Gina B. Jones sent, me, sent you my name, right? Yeah, yes. mm -hmm. So I actually, I've been volunteering um, in L.A., for the Ugo Soto Martinez campaign, who Ugo is running is running against Mitch is running against okay, Mitch. This makes this actually makes me very excited because because Mitch is someone I wanted to actively discuss, and you can convince me of the only thing that makes me possibly interested in voting for him. Oh, what's what is it that makes you interested in voting for him? Okay, okay, listen, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put this out there. <laughs> the number one thing that has bothered me about Los Angeles, I've been here for 10 years now, uh -huh. and I've watched every single person I vote for talk about solving the homeless problem, and it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Mm -hmm. And I love 
Echo Park Lake. Okay. I love Echo oh, Park Lake. Oh shit, I'm so it's scared my, about what you're going to say. It's my favorite, it's my favorite place to go. It was where I loved to go jog, loved to hang out, like took dates there and like went on things. I'm like this is a public park. Yeah. For us in Los Angeles and when it turned into essentially Skid Row during uh during the pandemic, look I know there's probably a more moral way to remove everyone from there, but I don't get the argument of like not removing people from this public park that belongs to everyone. Um, Which I know that he was very much responsible for. And I love to do things in the humanitarian way, but like I definitely feel concerned about like, Voting for people like Hugo, who I will let you know, I like signed a thing for him and and mm-hmm. and play. I think I voted for him in the primary. Was there like a primary? yeah? There was yeah. a primary. I voted mm-hmm. for him in the primary. Yeah, I'm probably voting for him again. But I want you to help me and help people listening to this podcast feel like the homeless problem is not going to get worse if we do this, and that. Places like Echo Park Lake will still be available to the public and not just allowed to become another like Skid Row. Right. Well, what happened? The reason so um, the reason that the crisis got so out of hand in the first place was because of Mitch. That's what that's what uh, another friend of mine who works in uh, City Hall told me. Yeah. And 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 the reason is like uh, while Mitch has been in office for the past 10 years so while you've watched things get worse like mm-hmm. mitch has been at the helm totally, in this district. totally. that's that's so, that, that's why i voted for Hugo. yeah but i just and i think a lot of people feel this <laughs> there's like there's like this sense of like i've been compassionate for so long like at what point is my compassion just gonna gonna like like if i put all the compassionate people in is it going to get worse? But so, you say it's going to get better. Uh, yeah, and, and I can tell you like what, yeah. like Ugo specifically I know has, and like I do not work on Ugo's campaign. I am a volunteer. I am not a paid staffer. I just okay. want dis- to make that disclaimer that like I'm not on the payroll. I'm yeah, just yeah, some, yeah. like I said, I'm just some guy. And and I didn't finish qualifying myself for what makes me qualified to tell you this, um, to have this conversation. But okay, let me answer your question then I'll get back to credentialing myself or maybe not. Um, so what... I know that Ugo has a plan in place and the plan is to L.A. hasn't built more homeless housing since like the 50s. So there are just like not enough beds for unhoused folks in L.A. And so part of Ugo's plan is to convert um, existing like hotels, motels, like unused office spaces, which there are a lot of vacant spaces uh, yeah, in the district. A vacant building right next door to a building being built. Yeah. Right over here. And and a lot of those like, uh, and so that's like one of the plans. It's so like he wants to like that. turn these vacant buildings into like, uh, into like the raid style places. The raid? <laughs> yeah. The raid or dread. You ever see either of those movies? No. It's like, <laughs> it's like a building full <laughs> It's, oh, a ba- no. it's like a build. It's like it's like they send the cops in because this building full of crime. There's like a crime lord at the top, and they oh. have to get through. So I see like this house that's just all the all the homeless people from the street. Oh, I mean, like no, no, <laughs> I know, like, I know, I know, I know. But but yeah. but I like the 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 hilarious vision of that. Sure, sure, sure. But but that, but that's gonna mislead people. Yeah, yeah. So I think like, and that also like, you know, like 
on like people who are experiencing homelessness like aren't inherently criminals either. Yes, yes. It's like the important to keep in mind. However, um, I, no, I agree with you. At the same time, I've been attacked by so many at this point. And that's like an unfortunate like that. I'm sorry that that's happened. Yeah. Um, but like, I think that that's really where things started to turn for me was being chased by a baseball bat and mm. punched in the face while I was on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and like and and when people are. It, but again, Mitch O'Farrell's been the guy in office while this stuff has been happening to me. Right. So how do we get those people into the raid homes? Uh, into the raid homes. <laughs> I'm going to dr- reject this dread, metaphor. The dread until, houses. I yeah. would call, if I was running for office oh, no. with her um, <laughs> seal of approval, I'd, I'd call it the Judge Dread. Uh, I'm so the, scared. The Judge Dread <laughs> Bill. Uh, what what are the things called? The uh, Propositions and the, Judge Dread proposition yeah. to create dread style sci fi homes That's so for the homeless. I am I'm I'm quaking. Okay, okay. Um so so yeah, that's one of the plans for like the homelessness crisis. And then it's to train actual social workers um and to kind of go out and do outreach. I will say, like so in what's Mitch's, the reason? Here's here's my question. Like, what's the reason that that hasn't been done yet. Like, why? What's the motivation on the part of people like Mitch O'Farrell and and that racist woman to not convert these places into uh, beds for homeless? These existing buildings that aren't being used into these places that they could go and get everyone rousing support behind them for solving the homeless problem and keep them, you know, in their corrupt positions for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I don't have a good answer for like why. Like it seems to make too much sense. And sometimes like, that's what's that's confusing. What, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it feels that way. Like I don't know why they haven't done that. But usually like Mitch and uh, ha- is like supported by like he wants to put the money into LAPD right and so LAPD when they did that raid of Echo Park Lake that was like that was the most journalists that have ever been arrested um in in I think it was more journalists were arrested that night than were in the U.S. all year um and so like that those types of raids are like very expensive but it's also like gets the LAPD on their side um essentially and so it's like um I don't have a good answer of why they don't do it but like the way that they are going about it is like very consistent with like the status quo and and the way that these politicians kind of like keep their power um yeah seems crazy it seems like if you were in office and you solved the homeless problem I guess the point the point is when it comes to Mitch O'Farrell it's like he's been in there for a while now. How long has he been in there for? Like nine years. Nine, nine years. And th- he's been there for the 10 years I've watched this city and turn in this, to shit. Yeah. And so, in this district specifically, there's actually been a number of people even displaced. Like everywhere else in L.A., the population has been rising. But in District 13, people have been leaving because it's unaffordable. Well, that's what I always say. I say Los Angeles is the only city I can walk around scared for my life in neighborhoods I can't afford to live in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, you're not wrong about that. It's uh, yeah. it's uh, as I call Hollywood Boulevard, taxi driver, the immersive theater experience. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's that's um funny. 
it's 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 wild that we live in 1970s New York at 2019 prices. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at 2019 New York prices. Tw- yeah, 2019 New York price. That's that's right. Well, um, um, I have to finish credentialing myself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and 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 it might not be like a full credentialing. So I, you asked me what qualified me to have this conversation. I've been volunteering for the Ugo campaign. This is the first campaign that I've like really volunteered for. It's the first time I've like canvassed, knocked doors, that type of stuff. Um, but I've been doing it since the primary. So I've kind of like learned about specifically that came campaign. I, um, I've always been interested in politics. I went, I didn't go, I went to school in DC. I was like the one liberal in my Republican family. So I actually like, I think that that's like an important perspective to have, especially in a city like LA. Like I have friends here who never, who don't know Republicans. And I think that that's also insane. Like, I think that you need to know people <laughs> i always say it's like it's like i don't know when i go visit fl- my family in florida i'm like i don't know what's worse being in la where everyone's acting like the world is on fire or being in florida where no one is yeah it's like yeah i mean to be fair la is on fire it but, literally <laughs> is yeah but yeah. uh yeah but le- that this was more like when trump was in office sure. it was like here or like the world's ending and i'd go to boca and it was like it felt like uh whatever that uh that new Olivia Wilde movie probably is like. Oh, don't worry, darling. <laughs> don't worry, darling. Yeah. We're all walking around like everything's great. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. It's also like <laughs> it's scary. Terrifying. But um, I will. And then, but sometimes in LA, like people will say things in a really lazy way. They'll be like, well, this is horrible. And it's like, okay, well, why? What do you mean? Um, and so I, um, I appreciate like the pushes in the conversation because like, like those are things that we need to like, believe in our and like understand in our kind of like views um but i i also like ultimately like i am just some guy like i'm some person who just like cares about politics and like whatever i say like i'm not i don't work for any of these campaigns like i just like have an opinion and i'm just like in as informed as like the next person i think should be and so um you know i'm i'm gonna tell you what i think about stuff but i like ultimately like and do you mind if i ask what you do for a living i uh do some like freelance consulting freelance um, consulting for yeah. like what kind of places for like education institutions so okay. one of my clients is randomly like a, a, a public school district in maryland um and then another is like an organization that does um i do like project management for um an organization that does like um curriculum training for teachers and students but like through an anti-racist lens um and i used to work for i used to work for a charter school district here in la which kind of informs some of my like opinions on education i'm definitely pro um public schools um which and ultimately led to me leaving the charter school district but yeah so um how are the public schools in los angeles they could be better they could be better (laughs) yeah yeah uh uh, and you know they probably need to be better because as i've learned from my friends who have kids private school in los angeles private middle school in los angeles this is a very niche area fifty thousand dollars a year Basically, it costs the same to go to middle school in L.A. as it does to go to NYU. Yep. Um, Well, NYU is probably closer to 70 these days. uh, Yeah. Well, when I went. Uh, (laughs) Okay. So, um, okay. So, 
Let's go through. So, so another thing. When I opened the ballot, I was like, "All right, I'm voting for mayor," yeah. and uh, and then there were like a hundred things. Yeah, uh, I thought I was going to be just like voting for mayor, and uh-huh. that's it. Yeah. Um, okay. So, speaking of voting for mayor, why do you think I should vote for Rick Caruso? <laughs> ah, um, the grovification of Los Angeles. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, I I don't really understand what on his platform makes people think that he's going to make L.A. like the Grove. The, that he made the Grove. <laughs> well, that he made the Grove, right. But then I was like, where does it go beyond that? But yeah. maybe I'm just not fun enough um, to get the joke. But Here's the thing. There was a, I'll be honest, there was a period early on in his campaign where I didn't know much about him, where it was, where he was appealing. This is before, like, I learned, really, I'll tell you what turned me on him. I'll uh-huh. tell you the thing that officially turned. Okay. I saw a picture of him on the cover of a magazine where he was wearing a purple suit with like a gold cane okay, Willy walking Wonka? around on the beach and I was like this guy's evil yeah <laughs> <laughs> like if there's one thing that like like the world has taught me it's like the people who look evil tend to be like you I'm not saying like people who look good are good and people who look bad are bad people who look evil sure. are bad yeah no like, I... like Roger Stone walking around like the penguin <laughs> Hitler like yeah. they just had evil this looking evil guys. look to them <laughs> sure. and I look at Rick Caruso and there's an evil looking guy you know I don't know if Bill Gates is evil I know that he donates a lot of money to charity and he wears like a sweater vest and, uh, and I'm like he might be a good person yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have that evil Zuckerberg meanwhile like looks, looks like a evil. fucking alien evil yeah, <laughs> yeah like elon musk fucking dressed in like that dracula costume something about marjorie taylor green too looks evil <laughs> there's there like like again the point i'm trying to make isn't ugly people are evil no I, evil looking mm-hmm. people are evil mm-hmm. a lot of hot people look evil mm-hmm. and 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 looking evil can be hot yeah you have totally to totally cartoon everyone villains. i've ever dated Evil. Uh, but hot. <laughs> no, no, but but hot, but hot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so again, I wanted I wanted to distinguish that just because you look like the Elephant Man doesn't make yeah. you evil, but but sure. like if you, but if like you, floop. But if you were wearing a you know puffy red wig and dyeing your skin orange while looking like the Elephant Man, then you look evil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Important distinction big to me. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, I'm glad that um, his evil evil aesthetic turned you and I think that sometimes and it can be that simple sometimes and sometimes it does have to be that simple <laughs> and I won't fight you on the why um, but I think uh, Rick Caruso you know he was a and this is something that I feel like happens in California a lot I feel like a lot of Californians are Republican for clout I mean Democrats for clout, for clout. Um, just like it's such a California is such a purple state Um, but inside of LA and San Francisco, because there are just such big voter blocks in those cities that like, it always turns it blue. But I, I don't mean to like, I'm trying not to like fear monger, but like whenever you leave LA, like it is red. Oh, totally. I just did a, I just did a comedy tour up the coast. Yeah. I won't push any of the dates because it's over, but, uh, (laughs) but, But um, you can catch the real on, um, (laughs) uh, but, uh, 
Yeah, no, I I avoided political material or yeah. or acknowledged or igno- got, or acknowledge. You know, sometimes actually, comedy tip like you can be different, and just as long as you acknowledge that you guys are different. Yeah, um, yeah. Like as long as you treat them with respect for their idiotic choices, sure, for their dumb fucking idiot choices. Yeah, uh, <laughs> as long as you treat them with respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These I got like basically dumb. ran out of Lake Tahoe after uh after doing a show. You just walked on. They saw your hair and they were, they were like, like Get "Fuck this girl!" Here. Yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, like I think Rick Caruso registered Republican until 2012. Um, for the last 10 years was not registered for any political party. Um, and then registered as a Democrat in 2022, which. Just like in January, which just like really like the, goes it's to like show the Bloomberg that. Move. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he would be the Bloomberg of LA, essentially. Um, uh oh, is that working? <laughs> oh no. Um, but you know, he's like really got those like tough on crime policies. Want has like vocally encouraged like wanting to um, increase LAPD budget. But here's here's the question. You know, are we are we not tough enough on crime? Like, 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 what's like, there's, okay, here's the thing, here's the thing to like help explain to people, all the things people see of like the people just shoplifting and like, that's that, you don't get prosecuted. What's, what's, what's the aesthetic versus the reality? Do you what, have any answers What do you mean that? of like people shop, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about of like So there's all like a whole thing of like not prosecuting people who shoplift less than a thousand dollars and like stores just letting them do it. Uh-huh. It just feels like maybe... There's there's a sense of a rise in crime, whether or not that's the reality. Yeah. And it might be a media push narrative, but Sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know about the shoplifting. I don't have a good answer for that. I had I haven't heard about that. So I don't I don't know. And I can say also, you know, personal experiences, um so I walk a lot. I walk uh-huh. around Los Angeles. I, I I still have the New Yorker in me mm-hmm. that will literally walk three miles to a show. Uh-huh. Um, good for you. And uh and I see a lot of crazy shit. I've seen multiple people get hit by cars uh-huh. and have to call ambulances for them. And mm-hmm. I call 911 and I'm put on hold every time. And so, yeah. And like the reason for that is that like police are being called to things that they're not trained to respond to. Right. So like they're being called to like mental health crises instead of having like counselors responding. They are spread really thin. And that is actually something that Karen Bass addresses in her policy that I'm personally still like I my like perspective. I'm very far left, very progressive. And so like that's my bias. Um, She's like looking at me like I shouldn't have been on this. Nazi fucking podcast. Um, No. So um, but that's something that Karen Bass actually addresses in her platform is that like there are there are a lot of vacancies in LAPD. Like they are under they are short staffed when they have like a budget to be staffed more. I'm like like I like went on her website today because I was reading about like just more details on her like LAPD policy and I was like oh shit like she wants to hire more police officers like I don't know how I feel about like more cops um because cops are bad um but I think like there are instances where like if you do call the cops for an emergency because they're so short-staffed and spread and responding to these different like crimes that they're not actually trained to respond to um we don't have like that's kind of what's like leading to that like decrease so like if you are allocating kind of back to the conversation about like homelessness like trained mental health responders are responding to those types of calls and not 
um, the LAPD, then like you'll have a response to your car accident or something like that. Uh, okay. And then, um, I don't hate the police. Sure. <laughs> just want to say that for the sake of the podcast. Sure, sure. I, I, I say this. I say this. You know, I walk around Hollywood Boulevard. I see a police car and I go, I wish everyone could feel as comfortable with seeing that as I do right, right. now. And I mean, like, and that's that's the essential feeling is it's like it's like when I'm walking around in an area where I feel nervous and then I see a cop it makes me feel more relaxed but I do understand that there's a complete opposite experience that people feel and of course when I'm driving and I see a cop car I'm like motherfucking pigs um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get get a out ticket. from behind me you piece of shit yeah I mean and there's also like a lot of it's not just like oh cops like need to be retrained there's like a lot of systemic well I recently watched that- uh this film police academy and we have to retrain the police yeah what was the film like what police academy 1980 steve gutenberg no i haven't seen it you're not familiar with the police academy franchise Uh, no oh man you are really are uh younger than me it's like a (laughs) very it's like an animal house type movie about the police okay from the 80s academy yeah there's like nine of them oh god Um, (laughs) yeah i mean that's bad started in the 80s okay cool. yeah so that it was a joke the police academy oh okay okay Um, okay but uh i need to have Mm. an older guest to have Have, that joke land land. um sorry (laughs) uh okay i feel like the general consensus is that he's evil but what's karen bass gonna do to resolve the homeless problem again, because I think this is the central issue of local LA politics. Yeah, that's the biggest no. And when I've knocked on doors and like talked to people, like that's what everyone's saying is the homelessness problem. So um, I think there is. I'm trying to remember what Karen. I was Karen Bass's I number know Caruso, is. Because here's the thing: as far as messaging is concerned, uh-huh. and this is and 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 this is, I think, the overall feeling is that people are so tired of the problem that when someone like Rick Caruso or Mitch O'Farrell presents like, I'm going to be tough. I'm going to do, yeah. I'm going to do the things you don't want that you want to look the other direction while I do. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of people in, in this city feel like, yeah, just whatever you got to do, which as a Jew who has learned a lot about like, you know, <laughs> the turning your head to whatever you got to do does not make me feel comfortable. And I couldn't, I couldn't more, live with myself voting for Rick Caruso. Yeah. But there is this other part of me like underneath that's like, well, maybe Lindsay will just do something evil and I don't have to feel guilty about it because I didn't vote for him. Yeah. Well, so what's her, what's she going to do? Because I feel like the messaging isn't, hasn't been strong because she's been pummeled in advertising budgets. So what's her message? Yeah. So my understanding of Karen. 51 minutes into the podcast. That, yeah. <laughs> we're on the mayor election. We were going to talk about dialysis no, at we're, one we're going to get to that. Okay. It's going to um, be a long podcast. This is going to be a long episode. Um, So Karen Bass also like I've when I've like heard kind of like her stump speech on it also very clearly like I I just like we just can't live with this anymore. Right. Like she is very committed in what like the messaging sounds like. There's some I think it's 5,000 beds. That is like kind of her plan. Um, That's been the number that's going around. I think Rick Caruso's number was something like 30,000. Both of them have been really unclear on how it's going to be funded. Um, 
however, 5,000 feels a little bit more realistic, but is still really low. I don't remember exactly how many it is that we need, but that's been kind of like my understanding is really, it's just infrastructure. Like really the biggest problem in LA is like we are short on beds. There's not enough. If today there was somebody who could like wave a magic wand and put everybody into a bed, we just don't have enough. And like, that's the biggest problem right now. Uh, in one of the richest cities in the country, you'd think it's, yeah. uh, it'd be. There's not enough, like, there are, there's enough housing to house everyone, but there's not enough housing that's allocated towards homelessness, homeless people. Gotcha. Um, and yeah. then I guess a tricky thing becomes um, when when the housing is allocated to homelessness, then there become sort of like these rules about like not doing drugs and things mm-hmm. in, in the housing. So then what ends up happening is the people who are disobeying that those rules are pushed out. And those are specifically the people that we don't want on the streets. Sure. And that is like a pretty small percentage. Um, I like did. I don't, do you know the organization SELA? They're a great. Um, it sounds for it stands for like Silver Lake Echo Park. I guess the ones on drugs are kind of like like the liberals on Twitter. Sure, in, it's in a that small in that it's like it's like it's like the small percentage that's but it's what everyone focuses on that. But it's what yeah. you see. It's it's the guy standing in the middle of the sidewalk with his dick hanging out, flapping it around. Yeah, and that guy needs like that guy needs support. You know, more than like he doesn't need to be put behind bars or like have his stuff thrown away because what happens when they he do these raids? He needs a, <laughs> he needs he needs services. Um, so. What happens a lot of the times with these like sweeps is it actually perpetuates the problem in a big way. Like even like when when somebody throws out an unhoused person's um, belongings, what's usually in there is their paperwork, their caseworker information, any like vouchers they have for the DMV. Like you're not just throwing away like uh, you're, you're throwing away someone's tent and their belongings and like everything that they need to navigate this very difficult system. And so those types of like policies and measures like actually set us back even further because it makes it harder to move people through the system. So anyway, I was br- I was bringing up CELA, which is a great organization. It's for, um, CELA. CELA. S-E-L-A. S E L A H. Yeah, okay. I think it stands for like Silver Lake Echo Park, um, Los Feliz, S E L A, um, Atwater, Hollywood. So it's an organization that does like um, outreach to unhoused folks in that neighborhood. And the way that they do that is they like literally go out and they like build relationships with people. They'll, um, in District 4, which is Nithya Raman's district, like they have actually like a relationship with Nithya. So they'll like give the unhoused folks like a heads up, like, hey, someone from the city is going to come talk to you about this program for you to like get housing. They're not trying to arrest you. They're not trying to like whatever. So like just know that, right? Because there's a lot of mistrust too of like when someone from the city comes around, like, are you going to get kicked out? Are they going to like like raid you, like what's going to happen. And, and so, and probably definitely, I think in, in accordance with that, like Rick Caruso being mayor would only increase that distrust. Exactly. Cause I actually think about this sometimes with like anti-vaxxer things. Mm-hmm. I personally feel, I mean, literally I'm, about to get my fourth or even fifth. I don't even know anymore. But at the <laughs> well, same- Well, and that's the point of the vaccine. They want to wipe your memory because you're the, being controlled. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I think to myself, like, you know, I empathize with people who don't want to get the vaccine because I think to myself, what if Trump was still president? He's like, we got a vaccine out in record time. 
everybody. Yeah. We got it's the <laughs> most beautiful vaccine. You're gonna take this. It's gonna make everything perfect. We're all gonna get back to work. I'd be like, eh, get that thing away from me. I'm not putting that in my fucking body. Okay. Do you have a podcast <laughs> so that you can still find a way to do Trump impressions and it be relevant? Is that why you have the podcast? No, 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 okay, no, no. Okay, no. Okay. I don't even do it in my act at all. But I'm just saying, like, well, you I, can't do it in stand up anymore. I thought to myself. I thought to myself, just like, like. You know, I guess to be fair, if Trump was like pushing this vaccine, I'd be terrified of it. So so probably the people who are on the other side of that view view us that way yeah. in large part and don't trust this thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I go to myself, OK, I understand that a little bit. So, again, you know, if you I guess if you have Karen Bass in office, mm-hmm. um, homeless people would be more or unhoused people would be more likely to trust that this agency isn't just tricking them into being arrested than than purple suit Caruso. Yeah, and 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 to be fair, like the we do have like a weak mayor system in LA. Like the city council representatives like have a lot of power. Oh, that's actually what uh that's uh, what my friend who works in city hall said they go yeah rick caruso won't actually be able to do anything he'll only be able to obstruct things from being done yeah and so um which is like a nightmare with all of the like i think there are some really awesome progressive candidates for city council on the ballot like i think nithia is great i think like ugo obviously is really great nithia, Aaron, she's running for re-election right she I, she's no she's not on the ballot right oh. now so she's okay, she's in yeah right she's now. in yeah, yeah. She won. I remember yeah she that. won um voted for her yeah you did yeah how i don't know maybe i didn't um, I, you might have supported her. What I, yeah, supported yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. Because I, I don't know actually, because there has been a lot of redistricting. <laughs> don't trust anything I said. Which is, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I endorse that. Um, <laughs> she, she's, she's leaving them like fucking Caruso. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think like uh, th- there has been a lot of redistricting of this district, especially between like Nithia, because the that was like part of the whole thing with the Nuri, the, the Mar- Nuri Martinez, Gil Cedillo, um, Kevin DeLeon tapes is like part of what was recorded was like this huge power push of like them trying to like gerrymander and keep all the districts like in their control. So Nithia has been someone who they've really tried to like take and move around her district to get her out She's of like power. She's like the AOC of yeah. uh, oh, yeah. LA politics. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm a big Nithia fan. I met her at a bar once and I was like, hi, um, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> she was like, cool. I was like, I'm volunteering for Ugo. She's like, thanks. I'm like, welcome. Um, that, so yeah, I'm a huge nerd. But okay, and then, and then you're for Newsome of the options. Mm, actually, it's the other guy's governor. Republican. Yeah. Newsome. We just got to keep, we got to vote for him and just keep having him accountable. So. I mean, you know, he looks like a RoboCop villain, but uh, yeah, he also looks like Pat Riley who manages my favorite sports team. So <laughs> <laughs> what team is that? The Miami Heat. And he used to be the LA Lakers head coach. Okay. So uh, was that when they were, so the LA Lakers, Showtime Lakers. were, Oh, the, the, the one that's on Showtime right now. It's the, the one that one? was on the HBO show. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know a lot about sports, so that I'm impressed that I even did that. All right, it's time to get it's time to get to the reason I had you here, really, to begin with, which is all these measures I don't understand. Yeah. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to record a quick little intro at the beginning of the podcast that says, "Hey guys, if you listen to this podcast because you just want to hear about the measures, skip ahead to the one hour mark." Yeah. <laughs> uh, to avoid all the hilarious comedy and show promotion. Uh, for my show on November 25th and 26th at the Boca Black Box Theater in South Florida uh, to get straight to the ballots. The, the ballots. And okay. I am going to pull up my notes for this because the ballots are 
famously complex. So it makes sense that you're like asking these questions or the, the measures are. So again, this, this is what I was saying earlier. It's like the reason I want you to explain these things to me, because like I was already voting for Karen Bass. I was already voting for Hugo. I was already voting for Newsom. So I just, you know, wanted to challenge the things that are the the little challenges I think are going on in a lot of people's heads yeah. about those things. Yeah. But uh, when it comes to the measures, like I said, I don't want to just follow Adam Conover's Instagram Con- guide. Conover. Conover. And then suddenly I don't have straws anymore. Sure. Suddenly it's like, uh, we're not allowed to wear shoes. I, I like, I, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that, that's how people that, think people feel. You get, you've been tricked into yeah, the no losing shoes, these things you like. Proposition 45, no shoes um, on the ballot. It's actually the lobbying for that is that is pushing that ahead is the vibram the, five finger the cold shower law yeah yeah no more hot showers it's to, it's to reduce uh, water consumption it's, that one actually is just to like make you more alert yeah it's, yeah, it's a it's a pro um it's a safe driving one actually is you okay. have to take a cold shower um, um Cool. So do you want to just go down? So what are you looking at page four of the ballot? uh, Let's yes, I'm on page four. But let's uh, I kind of want to start with the thing that that is just so part part of what frustrates me so much about L.A. politics Mm -hmm. is I feel like I'm constantly voting for things that we should just not be voting for. It's like we should be voting for the people to make some of these goddamn decisions for us. What the fuck? Do we know about dialysis? Why are we making decisions about dialysis every goddamn this is what, election? So funny enough that you say this. My dad, he's like, oh, whenever I get those measures on the ballot, I just vote no on all of them because I feel like they should decide. It's not up to me. I just vote no on everything. I'm like, okay, that's actually crazy because I have a slightly different, like, I want to vote on more stuff. Oh, okay. um, like, I, I, I'm actually super down to vote. I actually think that we should be voting, like, more frequently. But I just, um, but I think, but it's like, but it's kind of like who wants to be a millionaire Ask the audience. I'll never forget this one time. I'll never forget this one time. There was this guy on who wants to be a millionaire uh-huh. and he goes, do you remember that show? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. You know, we don't know police Academy. <laughs> oh my um, God. Damn. Uh, All right. Well, if you skip to the hour mark, he goes, you don't know that <laughs> he goes, he goes, um, he goes, all right, I'm going to ask the audience. He goes, please, if you're in the audience and you don't know the answer, I ask you to please not vote. And then they do, all right, uh, asking the audience, and the audience says, and then it was literally like four rows, almost exactly equal with votes. So uh-huh. every, so 75% of the people in that room didn't know and voted anyway. Yeah, I mean, and that's like, that's an argument like against democracy, you know, is like people don't actually know how to represent their own interests. And like, that is kind of like the incentive of our system is they like keep you consuming and keep you like happy gets- with like all your stuff that you're not paying attention to like what's in going 10 years, on in 10 years of LA politics this is the first time I'm trying to actually know what the things and I'm that's voting like, and for. that's what they want that's what like that's how uh, the systems and structures which is and- which is why I'm like why can't I just vote for like the Yugos who I believe are going to make the right decisions that I support and have them you know decide who should be on dialysis <laughs> Sure. I mean, th- and that's that's kind of like one of the misleading things about the I don't know if you've seen like the dialysis ad. Yeah, like I, I've read it. I read the, this thing. And it's also it's always it's always like, hey, here's like a short paragraph oh, yeah. written by one person about a 
400 page bill yeah and this dialysis measure so this is a state this is a state measure. which one so is the state, dialysis measure? it's measure 29 Measure 29. Yep. Um, so page, it's on page five of the page ballot. Page five yeah. of the ballot. Okay, measure 29. I just want to read it. Um, requires physician, nurse practitioner, or physician's assistant to be on-site during treatment. Requires clinics to disclose physician's ownership interests, report infection data, and report infection data. Fiscal mm-hmm. impact. Increased state and local government costs likely in the tens of millions of dollars annually. So this ballot measure has been on the ballot. This is the third time this has been on the so ballot. So it's the same one. It's the same it's the one. the same one we voted for mm-hmm. over and over yep. again. Yep, Um, And so the reason it's on the... So I can kind of like speak to this, my understanding on kind of both sides. I will say in the 2020, I, or the last time we voted on it, I voted in favor of the measure. Um, I voted in favor of having more having a licensed physician on site. And so um, the major groups that are kind of at like involved in this, there's a union. I'm gonna. I actually brought my notes because I wanted to get the name of the union right. Um, and it is a. I am using the Knock LA voter guide, but there is, and the and the DSA LA voter guide. What's the name of the union? Okay, so the two major groups are the Services Employee International Union, United Healthcare Workers West, and it's SEIU. UHW is the really easy to remember acronym of this union, hence why I needed to look it up. So that's kind of the union group that is that is in favor of this measure. Um, And the group kind of advocating against it is DeVita and um, another major dialysis company. Um, And so those are for-profit institutions that are against it. Can I ask if I kind of understand it? I think think maybe I get it now. Uh Um, And then you can tell me what your opinion is. Is it kind of like, hey... There's these companies uh, that are abusing dialysis and putting people on dialysis that don't need to be on dialysis to get all this extra money um, that like like manipulative evil corporation stuff. And what they're saying is like, hey, let's have it overseen by people who are don't have a vested interest in on which whether people are on or not on this or that they're not losing money for things that they don't need to enrich these people. So it's sort and of their, their so- argument is that like, well, if we do that, then less people are going to be on dialysis and there's going to be people who die that should have been on it that we didn't put on it. So close, but I don't think I haven't heard any reports of them like trying to put people on dialysis who don't need it. But there is they basically this company, DaVita and the other company have basically like a monopoly on the process um, of cleaning people's blood, um, which is what dialysis is. And so they they because they have a monopoly on this process, they can charge private health insurance thousands of dollars. And it's prohibitive to folks who are on like Medicare um, who, and, and so the cost of the treatment is way too high. There are also reports of folks who are working in these clinics being treated really poorly. And so that's really where the union part comes. It's, it's a labor issue is that those folks are, um, 
yeah, they're they're not getting like fair treatment, especially essentially in the clinic. See how confusing this is based on what I read. Like that's what I'd interpret. Yeah, and yeah. it's like a totally different thing. Yeah, um, it is really confusing. And and again, like that's kind of the now way. does either now does it does it end up costing taxpayers money? Is there are there any new taxes going to um, be added to us as a result of? voting for this and are you for it are you for the measure i'm for i'm for the measure you're for the measure um, and so um i don't know if it so costs. will the measure will the measure end up creating more competition for the dialysis companies um so no essentially what it's going to end up doing is it, it requires to have a licensed physician or somebody overseeing the treatment that's going to cost the dialysis companies more money. So they're going to have to pay more money to have these physicians on site. And so what they're saying is they're going to, because it's going to cost them more money and they will not be able to run as much of a profit. They're saying that as a result of this measure passing, that they're going to have to close dialysis clinics. And what they're saying is, is like, they're going to actually have less at there's, that people are going to have to stop getting this treatment that they need because it's going to cost them more money to do it. And this is kind of like a really classic, like ethical progressive thing that happens with like taxing corporations. Is totally. there like, if we, if we don't have slaves then we're going to have to cut down some of the cotton mills and then your and then you're shirts gonna are going to yes. cost more money. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of that like class. So it's like, yeah, like you're not going to make as much money off of this thing, but it's because like you're just trying to like run a bigger profit margin, but they're, so they're going to close it. Yeah. So that's, that's essentially, so, but like are they going to do that? Are more, are people going to die because there's less dialysis clinics if this measure passes? And I think like that the short answer is like, yeah, I think that they will, you know, like I think that they will close these places. Um, the, What's the long the answer? Clin- clinic. I guess uh, we, we should I probably get moving really, on, but, but why, why should we vote for it? If that, if, someone might die from yeah i think that um i think that i'm voting in favor of it is because it's it's pro-union and i think like um you know like i think that they should just like keep the clinics open and like make less money is kind of my like do you think what they should do but but the bill doesn't force them to keep it open yeah it doesn't force them (sighs) to do that um i don't know i might i i might just abstain because it's like i see an argument for both because I don't want it. I don't want to have anyone dying on my conscience because sure. I want to support labor. But at the same time, I don't want to like let companies run amok and do whatever they want yeah. because they're threatening to kill people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, it's a tricky one. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. But I feel like we have a better understanding of it. And yeah. uh, again, a decision that Hugo should be making and not me. Uh, um. <laughs> well, he's, this is a state measure. So this is a question. Sure, for, sure, like, sure. The fine, governor. fine. Yeah. Uh, that Newsom should be making. Yeah, and not yeah, me. yeah. Um, OK, what do you think is the most important measure on the ballot? Mm. What's the one That's you feel the question. strongest about? Like that you're like, this one has to be done. I... I think like the, I think that um, state measure one, like for as far as the state measures. Oh yeah, my bad. Oh, the measure. So state measures wide, I think state measure one, but there is a really important city measure. Okay. um, Which is measure um, measure ULA. So it's more funding for. It's on page two of the ballot. 
Okay, so page is page two all the local measures? Yeah, these are city and local. Okay, we got three measures on the ballot for local? Yeah, so it's okay, measure... Okay, three is manageable. Yeah, so measure LH, measure SP, and, and measure, measure ULA. ULA. So yet measure ULA, I think, is the most important one. It's funding for affordable housing and tenant assistant programs through a tax on real property transfers over $5 million. I think it's important to note that Gwyneth Paltrow is against this. And Gwyneth Paltrow... No, is actually, a, I think she might be for this one, weirdly. No, I don't know what she she's is. She's a Caruso supporter. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, That's yeah. why I'm okay, okay, I read, yeah, yeah. I read this whole <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. She's like standing in front of a flower vagina and being like, vote Republican. Oh, um. scary. <laughs> That's so scary. Um... Buy my pussy candle. Yeah, buy my pussy candle. <laughs> so yeah, ULA, it really is like what it sounds like. Um, and it's like pretty well, like uh, Ground Game LA, which is another progressive organization, kind of like was the Bernie organizers turned, um, kind of like continuing to... Look, I'm all for girlies. ULA up until I'm making $5 million a year. And yeah. then I'm well, anti you. <laughs> well, good luck to you, my friend. <laughs> but <laughs> if you're five- making under $5 million a year, you should be for ULA. And I think most of us are not making $5 million a year. Yeah. And I think that the I think the tax on people over f- making over $5 million a year, I want to say it's like 1.75%. It says 4% tax yeah, on sales that- transfers of real property exceeding $5 million. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Let's just read it. Shall an, um, shall an ordinance funding and authorizing affordable housing programs and resources for tenants at risk of homelessness through a 4% tax of sales and transfers of real property exceeding $5 million and 5.5% on properties of $10 million or more with exceptions until ended by voters generating approximately $600 million 1.1 billion annually to 1.1 billion annually be adopted. Yeah. And so essentially like it's a, it is like a, it's a one-time tax. Um, okay. So who's, here's a question for you. Who's, so this is affordable housing for people at risk of homelessness. Mm-hmm. How is that determined? Would mm-hmm. this be housing for me? I don't really have a good answer for that. I don't know. I'm just a guy as we already talked about uh-huh. earlier. I'm just um, some guy. But I would like to have housing that's affordable. Yeah. That sounds nice to me. Yeah. And I, I think- can't leave. I'm trapped in this house because it's uh, because it's rent controlled from seven years ago. Yeah. I can never leave. Yeah. Do you know how much like the back house when I moved in was like eighteen hundred dollars a month. Now Damn. how many when- bedrooms? One? Two. And Damn. when the person moved out, they now charge thirty eight hundred a month Holy for shit. that. So like what this which they now charge more for the two bedroom back house than I pay for two bedroom, one bathroom than I pay for this four bedroom, two bathroom yeah, house. That's crazy. So I can never leave. No. And you but can't. I want to leave because I keep getting dumped because girls don't want to live in Hollywood. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And who <laughs> um, wants to live in Hollywood? And that actually is the real problem. The real problem is Josh getting dumped. (laughs) So what can we do to make affordable luxury housing (laughs) for stand-up comedian filmmakers in Los Angeles? And that's everyone. And that's everyone. That that, that is everyone. That actually is everyone. It's literally, I remember I was dating a comedian once and uh we were like trying to keep our relationship 
uh, on the DL. Uh-huh. And like, have you seen John Wick or is that also before? No, I know time? John Wick. You know yeah. John Wick? Have you seen any of them? No. Okay, in the second <laughs> John Wick at the end of the movie, like the person's like, watch what happens when I snap my finger. And like he snaps his finger and everyone in like the city's pauses and like it's revealed that they're all assassins and i'm like la is that except comedians yeah uh-huh. it's like we literally <laughs> realized we couldn't go anywhere without there being comedians yeah. around i do a show at the hollywood roosevelt hotel uh-huh every time i go to the hotel like the valet guy or the guy at the desk i'm like hey can you call the person who pays like yeah and just so you know i'm a comedian if you ever want to book me <laughs> it's literally it's john wick of comedians so is this going to be the affordable the housing for everyone in la <laughs> and and let's hope so i'm gonna just say yeah um, you know, me, some guy is going to tell you that that's a yes. Cause I, no, when I, I went to, I'm reading, uh, um, I'm oh, reading, what, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Just one, one last hilarious joke. Oh, I went to, <laughs> I went to a Halloween party this weekend that was, um, all up comedians. Uh-huh. And there was a moment where like, it occurred to me, I was like, this is kind of like a work party for yeah. the least successful company on earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it is. Uh, this girl at the end was like, uh, I want to come back to my place. And I was like, all right. And then she took me to her car. Oh, no. And then I was like, uh, can you just drop me off at home? And then she took me to my car. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> and we obviously know that's not true because I'm living in this rent-controlled home. home. Otherwise, I would be homeless. And And it's true. And like that is, I feel like, the reality that it sometimes feels like is like, we are all like two missed paychecks away from like having a real housing crisis as individuals. Two missed paychecks away. So we are all tenants at risk of homelessness, which means this housing should be for us. Well, and I think like I was just read like reading up on some of these like voter guides of just kind of like to get more clarity on like, what does that mean? And so it does say like in the knock LA guide, for example, it says, um, it's it's a next step to help solve the housing affordability and homelessness crisis. So like that affordability piece is really like where you start to talk, think about like the rent control and the, and and, the prices and of rent. I actually want to take this moment to actually push the actual. I guess I don't know anything policy wise exactly, but the actual reason I'm against Caruso. OK. Um, is I look at him and I go, this guy is a real estate developer. Mm-hmm. His friends are real estate developers. Mm hmm. While while we think while you think you want to vote for Caruso because he's going to be the evil guy that kills all the homeless people so you don't have to look at it anymore, he's also the guy who might help things like rent control become less uh, prevalent in the city and yeah. that give uh, landlords and and uh, and developers more power uh-huh. instead of the little guys, which is like one of the few things that LA is kind of good about a little bit yeah. is supporting the tenants yeah. uh, over the landlords let me actually on look a certain at some, level. And, and you're right about that. And let me look at something really quick because if I'm remembering correctly, I, I heard someone speak about the um, ULA recently and I believe they said something like that the that ULA would also apply rent control to any building that was built before like 1980 or something. So there's like some like blanket thing that would affect now, would a lot rent of rent control or would it be rent would there be rent reduction in the rent control? Let me look. Like, okay. Um but uh but essentially if you're one of these people who is 
one or two paychecks away from homelessness. Let's say you're five paychecks away from homelessness. We're about to enter a recession, most likely. You may lose those paychecks. You might be at risk of homelessness. It feels like ULA is something you should vote for, and Rick Caruso is someone you should be afraid of. Um, and I think that's a great summary. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. See, we, we, we agree on yeah. more than you were thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't too worried. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's get through the other two measures real quickly. We have lost... Uh, we have measure LH, Los Angeles City General Municipal Election Measure LH, mm-hmm. um, authorization for additional low-income housing proposition LH. Man, a lot of affordable housing. It looks like we are trying to do things on the ballot. But again, these should just be things that you go should be doing, not yeah. things we should have to like risk you know, rich landlords who get scared of this stuff and pay for a bunch of ads to scare everyone away from. Cause I remember there was that measure a few years ago that was like the obvious affordable housing measure that there were just nonstop ads against yeah. that I thought was a no brainer that ended up getting voted down yeah. just because people were getting tricked by yeah. shit. Um, authorization for additional low income housing proposition LH shall a measure. Why does everything have to sound like a fucking commandment? And thou shall measure like you would just, say it in fucking English yeah. instead of a, a puzzle. Yeah. Instead of a riddle. And I will I <laughs> all will, of these things it's like it's like a riddle of what the No, and that's part of it. It's like that they don't like you not understanding what it is and it not be written in plain English is like why? Here's the riddle to solve to know what you're voting on in this paragraph that explains a 723 page bill yep <laughs> uh, shall a measure authorizing public entities in the city of los angeles to develop construct or acquire up to five thousand additional units of low-income rental housing in each council district to address homelessness and affordable housing needs subject to availability of funding and city development requirements be adopted so basically like what i've read about this is right now la has a authority for 3,500 low-income units per council district, and this essentially um, increases that to 5,000. Okay. So it's... And it looks like they're... they're it, it looks from the puzzle like they're saying this isn't like an increase on taxes to do this, but like moving that, moving that pin over to 5,000 with the available funds... Um, that's a good question. It doesn't say a lot about, it doesn't say anything about the financial impact, Shall actually. Shall a measure, Shall da, 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 a measure. be adopted. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, LH would allow up to five, our district, this mallet is its short term to continue and hopefully increase the city's effort to build. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about where remember, the money is going to be coming from. I wish from. I could remember the thing they say in the Ten Commandments where they're like, let it be written, let it be set in stone. Yeah. Yeah. Something, yeah. <laughs> something along those lines. I should lines, know. I should um, know. Ramsey's is- but the one other thing I will say, just like for context on this measure that I read about when I was researching this measure, is that this actually is... Um, Uh, necessary because in 1950 article 35 of the i'm like just skimming the notes of the california constitutional amendment it was article 30 article 34 um in the state of california constitution um it was essentially passed to require cities and counties to get voter approval before building or acquiring low-income housing and it was like in the 50s like very racist and very anti-black of a measure. And so Article 34 is still in the California state constitution. And um, 
will have an opportunity, apparently, to vote to repeal Article 34 in 2024. So just kind of keep an eye out to, like, repeal that, like, 1950s, like, super racist thing. Hey, you made it an hour and 24 minutes into this podcast, (laughs) and you can remember for two years Mm -hmm. to not forget about Article Measure 34 and another two years from now when uh, Trump's taking the White House again and all's burning down (laughs) around us. Article Don't, 34, reveal article, that baby. Article 34. 1950. The, the state's breaking off from the country in an earthquake and a <laughs> secession. Uh, <laughs> article, remember Article so 34 good. and then remember also the secession bill that we we're going to do then. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And final local measure, SP, Los Angeles City General Municipal Election Measure SP, Parks and Recreational Facilities Parcel Tax Proposition XP. Shall an ordinance providing funding for parks, recreational centers, pools, playgrounds, waterways, beaches, green spaces, open spaces, child care, and other facilities, and increasing park equity in the city of Los Angeles through a tax of 0.08412 for per square foot of improved parcels reduced to 0.022 upon completion of certain programs or in 30 years with citizen oversight and exemptions for low-income households generating approximately $227 million annually be adopted. So um, I should have had a calculus expert on the podcast yeah. to answer this one. What that is that is the most confusing bill I have ever read in my life. Like and what is it saying? How much does it cost me? What is the square footage of what like 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 what what is this and should we vote for it? Okay. So So by the way, we're yes on the other two, right? The, yes on the other two. Okay. So this one is very confusing. If you read the headline, it's like, okay, more money towards parks and recs facilities. I love parks. Who who here is in a Leslie Nope fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, um, I don't really watch the show. Okay, well, uh. shit. Um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, neither of us have made like a pop culture reference that has landed with the other. Yeah. You no, know, I mean, I know who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. I'm aware of her. I'm like, you who doesn't know about the nine police academy movies. Yeah. Mission Miami Beach. I, I, what year were you born? Uh, 85. Oh, okay. Yikes. I'm 93. Oh, damn. Yeah. So I really just missed a lot of the stuff that started in the 80s. And and I also I am like famously so bad at like movie references and stuff like that. So it's a lot of my time living in L.A. It's has crazy been, like, that 93 is almost 30 now. That's not. <laughs> I know. I know. I'll be 30 in January. Um, Maybe that's when this podcast will come out. Anyway. Um, so this like at a high level seems like, yeah, like this kind of seems like you would want that, Sorry but because for outing of the, I know, uh, <laughs> for outing what the age, I just, just did math real quick. And oh head. yeah, no, like, it's okay. It's like, it just, it just shocked me. No, it is shocking. You also um, don't seem 30. I thought, I, I thought I was like, I was like having this fucking kid on the show. This kid, and all this, this immature, this I- ill-informed. Um, no, I'm almost 30. Is she even old enough to vote? <laughs> Why is anyone going to listen to her? All right. No one's going to listen to her. Um, um, no, it's not because of my age. It's because I'm a woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um, anyway, me, me on the podcast saying really sexist things. Um, 
So, um, and there also is, I will just say like from a woman's rights perspective, there is a statewide ballot measure protecting, protecting reproductive health. Yeah. I think Um, that one's a no brainer. You're not voting for the state reproductive health. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I feel like we didn't even need to get into that one. Um, so this one basically, um, so it's essentially going to fund improvements to parks and expand parks to help fund the Olympics in 2028. Um, The Olympics in L.A. is going to displace people. It's going to cost a lot of money to the city. Um, It's going to bring increased funding to LAPD. All things that like I am against. Right. It's also going to be fucking dope. Is it? I don't think anybody who lives in LA like is looking forward to the Olympics. Like as soon as the Olympics were announced, like even people who don't care about people getting displaced were like, well, I know I'm going to be on vacation in 2028. Like, you know, the problem with the Olympics in LA is I have one problem with the Olympics. Uh-huh. One problem. And it's the second biggest problem in Los Angeles behind the homeless problem is traffic. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Traffic's not bad enough already. We have to have the Olympics in a city that was voted worst traffic in the country 10 years running and that and that the insane thing is like a lot of that is like an urban planning issue and like there are like simple things that you could do to like freeway entrances and stuff like that and i will say like this what's the reason for wanting the olympics in la um it's gonna bring money to the city but you're saying I'm it's going to cost money to the city. It's going to cost money through this measure. Through this measure, but it's uh-huh. going to bring money to businesses from people that come to LA for the Olympics. Yeah, I think. I don't know. This is we're not voting on the Olympics this election, so I don't really have a good answer. Are the Olympics coming? Yeah, I think so. So then, shouldn't we prepare for it with Measure SP? Um, or should we let the Olympics be a shit show? Because if the traffic's happening anyway. What about the infrastructure? So here's well, the my traffic. Inter- the, the traffic issue is an infrastructure issue. I get, okay, and they're so, not investing in highway infrastructure. This is like a park infrastructure yeah, yeah. question. So I guess here's here's my question to you. I totally, fully am on board and understand with being against the Olympics. Yeah, no Olympics. Check no it Olympics. out. No Olympics. She's, she's against it because it'll displace more people. I'm mm-hmm. against it because I already hate driving to work. Yeah, but um, enough. But if the Olympics are happening anyway, uh-huh. then what's the point? What 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 about what you want is helped by voting against this? Does it just make it less likely that the Olympics are going here? Or is it just going to be like, all right, well, now the Olympics are going to be more of a shit show? Like, what if the I Olympics come and then the one good thing that would have come out of it was getting all these new parks and shit? Yeah, I think that, like, the reason I'm voting against it is because it's like, If we're funding the Olympics, which is, I think, essentially what this is, the fund for it is going to be displacing people, right? Like, that's going to be built into it. And, like, I can't vote for, like, I don't want to vote for that. That's my understanding. These parks are going to displace people to create parks. For this bill is going to displace people to create parks for the Olympics. Well, and it's not creating new parks; it's expanding existing parks, which kind of is a lot of the language and argument that was made in the Echo Park play, like um, in the Echo Park case of like we're improving the parks by like throwing people's shit out and displacing them in a really inhumane way. So like that's what's going to end up happening, like in the way that it's written, in the way I understand that it's written. I look right at now. the Echo Park situation like Afghanistan. Oh my um, god. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> but, um, neither here nor there. Uh, okay. Interesting one. 
Maybe I won't vote. I don't know. I don't know. I'm unclear on how I feel about it, but I'm glad to understand it. Yeah. Um, I guess, again, my ultimate question is, is this the bill that's going to displace people or 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 is that something else? I don't have a good answer to that. I okay. don't I I don't, I'm not sure. Then fuck all the judges. We don't need to talk about that. OK, so let's get to the other most important thing. There is a pretty good progressive slate of judges okay. that are. Um, I'll I'll put a thing in the description of who she likes for the judges. Okay. Or I'll put a link to Adam Conover's thing, which is probably identical. <laughs> um, Maybe <laughs> to who she would pick. Maybe. Uh, okay. Probably those that slate. They've been out there a lot. So. Um, state measure one vote. That's the. That is a reproductive rights. That's the reproductive rights one. Yeah. I mean, literally nothing needs. I guess my only question is like again. Again, this is another thing where, again, I'm like, obvious one, why isn't the government just doing it? And also, really, what is this bill even doing? Like, in reality, the 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 national government's like, abortion's illegal, and we're going to say, no, it's not. And, uh, and then there's a constitutional crisis. Listen, I am 100% pro-choice to the point of like, fuck every, I'm just, I'm just wondering what is actually done by this or if this one's just sort of like a show bill. Yeah. I. It, it feels to me like a show bill. It feels that way a little bit, but it does say it expressly includes an individual fundamental right to reproductive freedom. So my guess is I haven't read up on this one as much, but perhaps it wasn't already in the California constitution. And so now this makes it like, my understanding is like this makes reproductive freedom constitutional. I have a feeling this one's going to, I have a feeling this one's going to pass yeah. pretty, pretty yeah, handily. I think so too. Uh, I'm not worried about it. I noticed yeah. that there's one local thing we forgot, which is which one? Uh, measure LA, which, what page is that? Local, Los Angeles community college district special election. Oh, yeah. Los Angeles Community College District Safety Repair Job Trainee Measure to repair, upgrade local community colleges, classrooms, water pipes, sewer, gas lines, technology, science labs for nurses, paramedics, firefighters, veterans, prepare students for jobs, university transfer. The long one, five billion, three hundred million in bonds, twenty five dollars per every 100,000 blah 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 345 million there's a lot of big numbers in yeah here. and so I think that like um all requiring oversights all fun usually so I I haven't decided on how I'm going to vote on this one yet either um because I am you know I, I think that all this sounds good right like it's expensive but it would be improvements to um infrastructure for LACC. It's a huge two-year institution in LA. Um, a lot serves a lot of people in the city. Um, I live across the street from LACC in East Hollywood. Um, what I have read in my research on it is that LACC did get a huge amount of money for this type of infrastructure repair a couple years ago. And there have been a lot of accusations of it being mismanaged and um, it being kind of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mismanaged and like spent wrong, essentially, and so like some like, corruption. I in feel it. like I remember voting for that. So is the I. So then, how do you? Are you yay or nay on this? I, I, the only reason I would, I like I said, I'm still undecided. Um, I the only reason I would lean no is because they they already got this money, and I don't trust the people who are currently in the office and who are currently on the board of trustees to like manage it re fi uh, responsibly. There is 
there is actually like um, on the on the ballot is to vote on the board of trustees um, who've a lot of them been in the position for over 10 years. So a lot of the kind of progressive voter guides that I've looked at are just voting for people who are like new um, because the people who have been in place have just been mismanaging the money. So happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're uh, undecided leaning. Yes. Um, I'm leaning no. Oh, I'm leaning, leaning no, no. because leaning they've no. already gotten the money and, 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 mismanaged, and mismanaged it. it. Yeah. So it's like you get nothing. Yeah. And so very, I'm kind of like, very, let's get very, some new. It's a very Trumpy thing. I feel like it's like, it's like, you guys already got it. You didn't do it. So you're not getting it again. Yeah. Um, well, I think that I, what I would like to <laughs> never see. Never done like, more Trump impressions than my, how is it by the way? It's, it's okay. It's all right. And it sounds like she just didn't want to. It's like a Trump, it's stuff. a fresh, it's a Trump impression. <laughs> um, I, my best case scenario for this and it was a disaster. It was a disaster. Um, I can't do one. So um, my best case scenario for this would be to like get some new people in who can responsibly manage the money and then have it back on the ballot now again I, and then be like, yeah, okay, you so guys those can have new it. People aren't on the ballot yet. They are. They, oh, are, they are on the ballot. Yeah. So um, wait, so if we voted for this and the new people, then would it be good? Potentially. So you're kind of like taking a gamble on like if the new people are going to get in there or not. And then. Yeah. It's going to be good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's then one. there's these county measures. Jesus Christ. There's what so many things. Page three. Uh, page three. County measure A, charter amendment providing authority to remove an elected sheriff for cause. I guess that's a good thing, right? Yeah. And you don't like county the villain the waiver guy, right? No. But, but do you like the other guy at all? No. Um, but just not. You just don't like sheriffs in general. Yeah. You're going to vote for the other guy. I'm going to vote for the other guy. Okay. And then we should yeah. also be able to remove the other guy for cause. Yeah. As and opposed I, to. Yeah. I'm, that I'm sounds sorry. right. I just like something that it, that's kind of classic um, is like it's written. You're like, this sounds good. And then there's actually something in there that actually sucks, you know, but right, 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 right. yeah, it seems and, good to uh, me. It's like in the, in the 50 page bill, it's like, and all children get kicked in the nuts. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I think I'm for that. Do you, do you have a, do, do you have a written stance? Knock LA, I, Adam Conover, Adam, Con- I don't know. Knock LA says yes. Um, but I usually, I, when I'm like filling out my ballot, I'll go between a few different voter guides okay. and like read them. So um, then county measure C mm-hmm. Los Angeles County cannabis business tax measure. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. Cause this is one I actually wanted to talk about. Cause I, I reading this, you know, shall shout the measure enacting a tax on in the unincorporated areas of Los Angeles County on cannabis businesses at annual rates not to exceed $10 per square foot for cultivation, adjusted for inflation, and a percentage of gross receipts for various cannabis businesses, including retail, 6%, testing laboratory, 2%, distribution, 3%, manufacturing for all other cannabis businesses, 4%, generating approximately... $10,360,000 to $15,175,000 annually until ended by voters be adopted. Mm -hmm. Now, again, from the riddle, what I hear, from the riddle. Rumpelstiltskin. (laughs) From the riddle, what I hear is it's like, hey, we're going to tax all these parts of the cannabis business Mm -hmm. that don't make the money but potentially lead to making money, which is going to hurt the smaller cannabis businesses that are struggling versus the much larger ones that can afford to pay the tax and not be taken down. Yeah. and At the same time, 
it'd be good if more tax money was coming from cannabis into the economy. Sure. And I think that I think I am not as familiar with this one. So I'm sorry that I didn't um, I didn't do that homework 90 minutes into the um, conversation. But um, I'm looking at the knock LA. A hundred minutes. Wow. Look at us. Um, people are going to be salivating at this podcast episode. Um, so knock LA says no. Um, and just kind of skimming it. Part of like the vague language could also give the sheriff department justification to crack down on illegal grow operations. So that's like the argument, that's the argument I'm seeing here against it. But um, well, the argument, the argument against it is to crack down on illegal grow act, uh, act, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about not cracking down on illegal grow act, uh, activities, mm-hmm. but uh, especially with, I mean, I guess weird things, especially with all the problems of people's drugs not being monitored in LA as it is. Sure. Um, I I know cannabis is different, but still it makes me nervous. The idea of non-regulated drug circulating versus. I think that like that, like the illegal is like the illegal ones have just like, there has been like a pretty significant, just from my understanding of people who like talking to people who work in the industry is that, there has been a pretty significant like barrier to entry into like the legal grow operations. So the, all these like grows that were trying to become like get their whatever check mark, sorry, punching the microphone, um, trying to get their like check mark or whatever it is that you need. Like really, I'm not super well versed on it. $20 a month for their blue check mark. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to get that and they, and it it's, been pretty like cost prohibitive to some of those like smaller operations. And then these like smaller ones get then marked as illegal. And so it's kind of like continuing to push them underground and making it harder and harder. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm a no for it based on that as well. Um, that makes sense. And also I just, uh, you know, I think it, I feel like cannabis should be a business, for the people, by the people, and yeah. and and one thing that's always made me nervous about its uh, legality is the corporate takeover of the cannabis industry. Yeah, but um, but also you know there's lots of problems with it not being legal. Yeah, uh, every everything is tricky, and there's great arguments for a lot of sides of a lot of issues. Sure, but uh, sure. but but I, I think I fall with you for that. Yeah. Okay, back to the back to the big dog, the big dog statewide measures okay because we did that we did county we did county we did did local local. we're voting to uh we're voting to keep abortion legal in california oh yeah and some of these state ones are like about the other the only other two state ones it's it's one state measure one state measure 26 and state measure 27 and 26 and 27 are about um gambling um, and these ones are interesting. I also am like that. I'm pretty torn on these. I can tell you how. So from, oh, and there's 28, 29, 30. Never mind. Yeah, okay. okay. So for 26 and 27, uh, I was, I was looking at those earlier mm-hmm. and, um, so 26 is confusing to me cause I'm just like, it's like, oh, is it continuing to allow native Americans 
to have hotels or we're just going to shut down Morongo? Like, 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 what are they, what are they exactly saying here? I believe that, you know, it's like the fucking last, it's like the only thing they've gotten from us other than illness and death. Sure, uh, yeah. So they should get to keep <laughs> their <laughs> right to gambling. If that's what it's actually saying, that's what I gather and from the And it seems that way. I like haven't been able to distinguish like what's new with this measure. Um, but yeah, like it's, it, it looks like it's, it's like, directing revenue. Do we just want to press the hard thumb of the law down on the original inhabitants of this land again? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, probably I'm voting in favor of it because I think that, yeah, it, like it allows to, this kind of to continue for like on tribal lands, which and, is kind of crazy. It's yeah. And then uh, we're just like, you're just going to displace all the Morongo employees. Yeah. I'm like, let's just keep 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 that that going. But measure 27. Yeah. I personally am against Mm -hmm. online gambling. Yeah. Or at least legal online gambling. Sure. If if you really got such a problem that you got to do it. You know, risk your thumbs being broken. Like, like, yeah. like, I'm just just making it too easy. Like, we have a homelessness problem in this in this state, this city. I don't think online gambling is going to make that any better. Yeah, and I I agree with that. Like, I'm also against it. I think the other thing, like the other thing I read about it was that the tax on it is actually really low. Um, like, if if even if it was, it's it's really hard to regulate. It's um it's just going to like be kind of like out of control, like you said. And then even if they were regulating it, I think the tax is something like seven or 8% compared to in New York state. The tax on online gambling is 51%. So it's really low what we would even get the money, the revenue that would even come off of it. And it's just like, it's like if you really want to gamble, you'll find a way to gamble. It's not that hard, Mm -hmm. but let's not make it easier. I agree. Let's not make, let's not bring people who don't have a problem. Yeah. Everyone who has a problem already knows how to gamble. Right. Let's not They'll create, figure it out. Let's not create a problem for people who don't have it. And I'm saying this as somebody who did a bunch of gambling over the pandemic. So well, uh, there we go. This um, is now a gambling awareness podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm against that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, measure 28 mm-hmm. provides additional funding for arts and music education in public schools. Initiative statue. As yeah. a filmmaker and comedian, I don't want any more competition, <laughs> so I am against this measure. Yeah, it's like I'm already fearing the future generations and their ideas about art mm-hmm. and culture. So let's put an end to that now. And 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 that's right. And I agree with that. Okay. Um, no, measure 29. I'm in favor of measure 28. I think there's like something like 48% of something is supposed to go to um, education. And then it's 1% of that funding would go. 1% of the existing 40, 48% of funding goes okay. to the arts. I mean, if you're not afraid of the future generation taking your gerb, uh, <laughs> go ahead, vote, measure, vote yes on 28. I want the future um, to be better. Um, us millenni- millennials need to step aside. Just kidding. Everyone loves to dunk on millennials. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, lo- But also everyone loves to jump on Gen X, and then everyone, all the Gen Xers love to dump on the boomers, and then all the boomers love to, everyone loves to dunk on whoever's older you just wait gen z you guys have it coming to you by whatever's after yeah all right you just there's a day where you wake up and you find out you're fucking old and you're out of touch and you start to get scared of how liberal the younger people are Mm -hmm. you think 
you can't get any more liberal than you are. You just wait. I promise. Yeah. And honestly, I think that if Gen Z were to listen to this and hear some of the stuff I'm saying, they'd be like, who's this like Nazi. conservative? Yeah. Look at her with her blonde, blonde hair, hair, blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust a goddamn thing she's saying. Scary. Um Scary. Uh, measure 29 requires mm-hmm. on-site licensed medical professionals. Oh, yeah, we talked about, talked about yeah, that This one. is a dialysis Ugh. one. Ugh. Moving on. And, and we I said, hope to never talk about that again. Jesus I'm Christ, so... I swear to God. How how does it keep coming back? Or, it's no, three. Move on, move yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Um, measure 30. We're almost done, guys. Okay. Measure 30. Provides funding for programs to reduce air pollution and prevent wildfires by increasing tax on personal income over 2 million initiative statue. Yeah, and so this is is a very so lift is behind this one. Oh, this is that one yeah yeah okay they're presenting it as a global warming bill but really they just want us to pay for their electric cars yeah so i i'm actually kind of torn on this one too i feel torn as yeah, well yeah so i'm i'm actually leaning in favor of it ultimately. you're in favor of it i'm leaning in favor because like ultimately what will happen is there will be more electric car charging stations and like what we really need to do as a country is move away from oil and like if we're moving away from oil like and having more access and it being more it being easier to charge electric cars like i'm ultimately in favor of that i'm also like the more i see a commercial for something the more inclined i am to do the opposite of that oh and yeah, i've seen yeah. a lot of against this bill okay commercials oh interesting um so- who's who's do you know who's behind those? No idea. I don't okay. look into things. I just yeah. go, fuck you. <laughs> sure, 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 <laughs> fuck sure. you and your money that sure, wants sure, this sure. to not happen. Yeah. Um, Instead, I'll just have this almost 30-year-old on my podcast to explain it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, but, okay, so, but here's my here's my other thing. Like, when they say it's like money going to lift for electric cars, are these still going to be operated by human being electric car? I mean, I assume. I, I I'd so. be I'd be pretty scared just, like, getting picked up by a lift and having, like, the total recall like robot look at me like, yeah i don't think it's we're quite san francisco level yet because that's a thing in the bay like you can call an, an a lyft um or an uber and it could be a self-driving car what yeah it's very common like this is like five years ago too like there have been self-driving cars thought, all over no Silicon self-driving Valley. cars are like considered fully safe yet oh no that's terrifying yeah i've just like See, it's now it makes me nervous. Now I don't want like a bunch of, but maybe the- like, I don't think that's I what this is about. This is about electric cars. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess at the, okay, yeah, it's not yeah. self-driving, but maybe yeah. this uh, electric's the code. But the more mm. charging stations, the movement towards uh, electric cars and, and other companies besides Twitter making electric cars would Yeah, be and whatever great. the, yeah, and there's something like- I'm calling Teslas from now on Twitter mobiles. And honestly, they are. <laughs> tw- Teslas, I do feel like are very, much clout cars like i feel like they're iphone cars at Uh, this point like everyone's gonna want a tesla because it's like everyone wants an iphone because you have to have the blue whatever yeah 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 Yeah. uh i like uh orion levine won't get into my feelings no no, he's fine (laughs) uh he has a great joke he's like teslas are just a uh teslas are uh uh what's the what's the uh tesla's just a prius that fucks yeah (laughs) uh Okay, um, but Prius are like the the like bisexual girls with hairy armpits. Who yeah, fuck. yeah, because they're, yeah, because they're both things. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, we need what I the thing we need really is we need to get to the point where charging stations 
fully charge your car as fast as filling gas, up gas. As filling yeah. up gas. Yeah. Because it's like, I know people that have gone on like road, like gone on the road in a Tesla. Yeah. And it's like, they have to stop for hours every time to get their car well, charged. Well, yeah, I, it was really interesting because like that, and that is not like a, that's technology like we should have, but the, we're not incentivized to like innovate in that space. So if you think about like, what was it like in the 80s where they're like, there's a huge hole in the ozone. This just kind of happened recently. And they're like, there's a hole in the ozone. Everybody in the world has to like get together and close the hole in the ozone. And we like kind of did and like really improved like the whole hole in the ozone because we replaced a lot of the chemicals that were causing that hole in the ozone with other things. And we innovated to get there. So it's like there was some issue with like refrigerators at the time. And they just we didn't have to stop using refrigerators. We just had to switch out the old refrigerators. And like, I would love it if we like lived in a city where where we could ride our bikes more places or there was more pa- access to public transit. But also like we need to switch I, out I our car hate, options. I hate people on their bikes. <laughs> I mean, and that's like a, that's a whole thing. That's propaganda that makes you hate bikers. Um, because there, there were like oh, huge I've had so movements. Many incidents with them. Yeah, no, but well, you know what it is? Been... It's just, it's just, I wouldn't have a problem with bikers. If the bikers obeyed the rules themselves. Sure. Cause the other day I almost hit a biker who was riding on the sidewalk in the opposite direction of traffic. It's in like flying down. Yeah. And like I checked his direction there was nobody about to walk in front of my car. I checked the direction traffic was coming. I started to pull out. And then this biker, biker just comes. swore and like yeah, started yeah. yelling at me like I was this piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, that's not your fault if they're like, on the sidewalk. That's It's like you're not – get off the fucking sidewalk. Yeah. Drive in the direction of traffic. Sure. Stop at stoplights. Obey the rules and I'm fine with you. But it's all these – and then they get so entitled. I just – Yeah. Well, I, there's this book that I – If there was a law that it was legal to hit people with your car if they weren't obeying the laws on bikes or bird scooters, I would be for it. I think I hate birds. <laughs> and, and and I don't think we're too far from that. Um, I think that that might exist Caruso. Too. If Caruso came Caruso out and he would was do like, that. if Caruso was like, you can hit people on a bird scooter if they're not obeying the law, you got my vote, Rick. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Final, final measure, guys. We've made it. It's the final measure. All right, referendum on measure 31, referendum on 2020 law that would prohibit the retail sale of certain flavored tobacco products. Now, since uh, my recent ex-girlfriend loved smoking those, <laughs> I am uh, I am for prohibiting it. Yeah. Just uh-huh. uh, fuck you. No, yeah. no. Uh, well, <laughs> it's, a, it's an emotional vote. What are, what are the thoughts here? So, I mean, they're so delicious. It's like, it's like I don't smoke, but like, I'm like, I'm like, baby, need some candy. Yeah, give me some candy. <laughs> well, I think like, so this is a weird one too. So we already voted. Yeah, this is like, a, this, this is like, this is like, we're back. Guess who's back? Yeah. The, the, every fucking ballot's like, guess who's back? Yeah, exactly. They're like, well, we back voted on this, again. but we, we, Dialysis and yeah. smoking flavored tobacco products. Yeah, it's just—it's actually just going to be a bunch of. After this, it's just going to be a bunch of people like smoke, a bunch of kids smoking mango tobacco out inside of closed dialysis centers. Like that's what—that's <laughs> what the gambling on their cell gambling, phones. Gambling on their cell phones. <laughs> this is the world liberals want. That's going to be like, um, no. So uh, this one. Yeah, we already voted to prohibit flavored tobacco, specifically that are marketed towards kids. They 
postponed it somehow. Because um, yeah, because I'm like, how's when when my girlfriend ex? I got to use saying that ex. My I'm ex, sorry. When uh, <laughs> when she would give me her flavored tobacco, uh-huh. I'd be like, I thought this was illegal. And it like is they somehow bought some time. I don't really know how they bought the time. Um, but they big did. Big flavored tobacco. Yeah, big flavored tobacco. I mean, it's always big tobacco. And that's the thing is like, I feel like we've, since like the 90s, it's just been like big tobacco versus our lungs. But um, shouldn't we be allowed to kill ourselves if we want to? I mean, the issue is that it's marketed towards kids. Yeah, like yeah, those yeah, like yeah. flavors are for kids. And I'm like a no, square. those flavors are for adults. Listen, if, it, if those things take, I guess the truth is me, like, Man, I don't know. I, it's weird because it's like I think about the person I was dating and how much she loves them. It's like I don't want to take away this thing that <laughs> they're addicted to. Sure. And that, but at the same time, I'm like, if it tasted like shit. Well, and that's what people are saying is like, is like we need like like one argument against I thought this. Thought this was America. Yeah, the argument against this is basically like we need better public health in America. This bill isn't going to solve that, right? Like we need better and, and like people are going to keep smoking, people are going to keep like hurting themselves in that way. And like there needs to be like different and better public health initiatives that aren't necessarily like like for example, like we need a better public health initiative to encourage people to wear sunscreen because that's like a huge cause of skin cancer and ultimately eight of them oh you just pointed to lysol and i was like <laughs> okay uh well, that's what i drink to keep the covid, COVID out of me. right and you have to um okay there it is there's the sunscreen next to the wd-40 um that's is that what to, I, that's to what, oil your joints no, that's what lube. <laughs> oh okay cool, 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 <laughs> very cool. healthy person yeah, yeah yeah i can see that um <laughs> these are my pet face wipes nice for the cats, for the cats. um so the, the, there needs to be like better public health in the U.S. WD-40 in general. Is the <laughs> this is the WD-40. I don't know why she left me. The Tin Man, literally. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, we need better public health in America. This th- that's the argument kind of against this is that this doesn't like actually solve the problem of people smoking. The the needing better public health is the argument against this initiative. Yeah, to stop exactly. People from like, smoking. yeah, exactly. And so I'm going to vote uh, for what's it. What's the knock field? Are they are they the trying knock, to are they are they the the this the flavor tobacco Gestapo or are they? Uh, So they are in favor of um, of banning this. So they want to vote yes to the ban on flavored tobacco. And I'm just going to read you the first sentence or the opening line of this. Cotton candy, mango, menthol. These are some of the flavors that Big Tobacco is using to hook young people on their deadly Isn't products. Isn't menthol gross? Yeah. Like, poo. And then somebody, as the, the other like fish, yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So then they just give a bunch of stats on like nearly nine of ten adults who smoke cigarettes daily try try first try smoking by age eighteen, um, and their first cigarette was likely flavored. So that's kind of the argument for banning it. It's a weird. It's even a weird measure to talk about because it's like. It's a ban, and so you're like, I'm going to vote yes on this, but I'm voting yes on the ban. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I think uh, I've um, I've come to with this podcast. I, I'm I'm kind of iffy on that, but I'm going to make all my decisions tonight. Okay, I'm gonna because what I'm gonna do to help encourage people to 
watch the video on YouTube or uh, on uh, wherever they do is yeah. I'm going to list all of my recommendations, the Josh Edelman voter guide okay. in the description of the YouTube video uh-huh. and the description of the, um, of the, of the, Apple Podcast, blah, 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 okay, blah. Okay, great. And if you yeah, are I'll able s- to get me your list tonight, I will include hers as well. Yeah, I'll so send you So you can mine. be like, fuck that old motherfucker, <laughs> that fucking old ass dude. I'm going to go with what the young looking old ass chick had to <laughs> say. Young looking old ass chick. Uh, and you're right. <laughs> and that's what counts, is that I look young. Um, yeah, exactly. This is Hollywood, exactly. baby. <laughs> um, Kelly, thank you so much yeah, thanks, for Josh. coming and explaining all these things so yeah. that I know what decisions to make and what decisions to encourage uh, my mom to make if she were voting in Los and Angeles. <laughs> your, your Florida-based Essen- mom. Essentially, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be interested to see... Uh, wait, wait, if you you got to get it to me tonight because I'm planning to post tomorrow. Oh, I got you. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see... What, uh, how many of ours are alike and different? Yeah. And, uh, if you get it to me before mine, you might even be able to influence me on the judges and stuff. So, yeah, we didn't, we didn't get into that because uh, our show's already been two hours. Yeah. Longest episode <laughs> of the podcast left. Um, but thank you so much for coming. Anything you yeah. want to promote? Uh, other, Ugo, you want to promote Ugo? Yeah, definitely vote for Ugo. Ugo, um, Ugo. I've yeah, been saying yeah. it wrong. That's okay. As long as you're not saying Hugo. Ugo, um, Ugo, like yeah. that Italian restaurant in Culver City. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, definitely vote for Ugo. He's the best ULA vote. Yes. On ULA. Um, and I just really, yeah, I wanted to say thank you for having me. I think this is awesome. Um, and if you're not based in LA, just make sure that you're, you're voting in your primaries. Um, and look, make sure you're looking up where your ballot drop box is and all that stuff. Do you know where your stuff, where your ballot drop box is? Oh, I look, I, I, I go on to, uh, some conservative website and they tell mm, me, where okay, the, cool. So LA they, ballot boxes they, they tell you where the they garbage where the definitely is. real ones yeah, are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But maybe, yeah, maybe put that stuff in the in the link, too. I can send it all to you. Okay, and cool, I can send cool, you yeah. the voter It'll guides It'll be a very helpful link. And then just, you know, do me a favor and uh, listen while you read the stuff. Or just let it yeah. keep running on your thing so and I honest, the views. Yeah, it does take that long to to fill out the ballot sometimes. And uh, and then I have a, a monthly show that I do um, called Clown Couch Comedy. So I'll promote that. And I'm going to be on the next one. Yep. So uh, yep. definitely <laughs> check that show out. Awesome. Kelly, thank you so much for yeah. coming.